Hey everybody, it's Matt here. And before we get to the episode today, I just want to invite you to slay this giant of sexual sin with us. I want to invite you to consider doing an event with us. We have so many different kinds of events that we could do. There's events for men, there's events for men and women, events for parents, for youth, for young adults. There's Sunday morning preaching. Um, some of the events that we do are for our one-time things and some are weekend-long conferences. And so if this is on your heart and you'd like to address sexuality and porn in your church or in your circle, in your ministry or whatever that might look like, uh, I would invite you to go to restoredministries.ca slash events. You can see what's possible there with some things that we've done in the past. And we're also very flexible with working with different event organizers and, and churches in what it can look like for their particular setting. And so if you have it on your heart to carry the message forward of, of freedom and wholeness and health over sexual brokenness, I would love to chat about what that might look like. Go to restoredministries.ca slash events. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see my email and feel free to email me. We can hop on a Zoom call together and look at what doing an event together might look like for you. Hey, Peer Victory Tribe. We recently interviewed Chandler Rogers from the Relay app. Yeah, you can hear his personal story and the story of why Relay was created on episode 141. Chandler personally overcame a struggle with compulsive pornography use, and then he used his experience to give back to others by creating Relay, a group-based recovery app for people wanting freedom from addictive sexual behavior. He basically built what he wished he had during his healing journey, tools to manage recovery goals, an SOS button to reach out when feeling triggered, and a system for accountability with peers, all in a private safe space. So you can find out more about the Relay app in the show notes and learn more about it or join a recovery group at www.joinrelay.app. Welcome to the Peer Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Brad Hafner. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Peer Victory Podcast. Uh, Braden here and Matt's across from me. He's got the glass of water there. I, I, I was just thinking, I, I miss when he had the jug of water. Oh. That big, massive jug. <laughs> you listeners, do you have that? It's a four-liter jug of water. He, he looked like he was a bodybuilder. Like, you know, when he brought that around, it was like a workout was imminent. Like, it would just happen, you know? It was... <laughs> Just, I just felt stronger. Yeah. Even if I didn't work out, I just maybe, felt stronger. Maybe I should buy you a gift and, and buy you one of those. I miss that. It was huge. I know. Uh, you'd have to wear your parachute pants to come in a, a muscle shirt or something. And yeah, then it would, you just look the part then. It actually spurred on a trend. We had a couple over yesterday from our church and they're like, oh, we have that. I'm like, yeah, because everybody at the church has that. We had our pastors <laughs> over, then they saw it, they bought it, then all these people bought it. So, Well, I guess you stay hydrated. That's important. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, I'm just settling for a tall glass of water today. Yeah, that's right. Braden, uh, tall drink of water, tall glass oh, of water. He, he, that's Braden, an inside joke. Braden was, com- <laughs> it can be an outside joke now. Braden was complimented years ago by somebody that he wasn't too interested in as a, what was it, tall drink of water? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. So. Thanks for reminding me that. That that makes my Monday that much better. <laughs> Absolutely. Every time I get a, get a tall glass, I always think of you. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are out there probably wondering, what is, what is this podcast about? Especially if it's your first time. We're going to get to it, but uh, that's just some inside banter. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about dreams today. Uh, we've gotten this question, Matt, even specifically, you've gotten this question quite a bit about how do I stop having sexual dreams? That's an important question. I think that if you're going to bed every night and this is a regular occurrence for you, even if it isn't every night, but you're getting it every month or whatever else, 
that can be you know difficult to deal with because you, you're not sure how to control that dreams are one of those things where you know, we, we go to sleep and you don't really have control over what you're, you're dreaming, or at least you feel that way. You're out of control and you think that might indicate something deeper in your heart. And, and so we're going to talk about that and because this is a question that has come up. Yeah. And there's two different kinds of sexual dreams we can think of. Like there's wet dreams and then there's sexual dreams that, mm. that aren't wet dreams. Wet dreams are where you have a sexual dream and then there's an ejaculation. And I mean, <laughs> I love it. There's different guys that have come like, I've never had a wet dream before and before last night or whatever. And they mm-hmm. share and it's just uh, uh, an effect of not masturbating when guys are like, Oh, all I've ever done is masturbate. That's and right. they stop and start getting wet dreams. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Although messy and, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yes, that, that's true. It's a cause for celebration. I love it. Your wife's going to have some questions, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, well, one guy in, in pure freedom, he had one and then he sent his wife the podcast on, mm-hmm. uh, on, that we did on wet dreams and yep. she listened and then she was excited and he was excited and he's just he's awesome he's doing a great job so. yeah i don't think very often you think of having a conversation and you say to your wife honey it's a good thing because it means i'm not masturbating anymore <laughs> you just wouldn't think of having that conversation but exactly yeah. just bring matt and brad into it we'll help um but but so today we're talking about sexual dreams that aren't wet dreams where you wake up and you're like man why did i have that dream last night why, and what do I do with it? I had this dream where something happened. It was a sexual thing. And and maybe I'm annoyed. Maybe I'm triggered. Maybe I'm just in fear. Like, what's going on? Why am I having this? And so it's a really good question that people have. And, I, and I've had an enough from various people that we thought, hey, let's do an episode on this mm-hmm. just to get it out there. Because it can be annoying because it's out, it's out of your control. You can control your thoughts to a degree during the day. But at night? I mean, it's subconscious. You can't control it. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it is uh, potentially annoying when we've got these dreams, especially when we're in the, in the journey to getting free from sexual vices. And then this thing, boom, hits you out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You might be feeling this where I'm really battling in this addiction um, with porn and um, I've seen some breakthrough, but like, come on, like I'm being attacked now with this, these thoughts when I'm asleep now too. So, um, and, and that can be part of the, the journey is we, we have dreams. Uh, it's because, you know, our mind often when we're filled with uh, lustful thoughts or we looking at porn, um, fantasy, things like that, it can carry over into our dream world. Um, not always, but it can. And, and so we'll just clarify again, as Matt was saying, this is when you are asleep. We're not talking about your half awake, <clears throat> maybe having a fantasy or thinking about something. This is when you are full REM sleep you're sleeping and you're having a dream and and often what occurs is you you wake up from that dream because it can be very vivid and you don't know what to do because maybe it was a very seemed very real to you and it was uh, very stimulating for you very arousing to you and you wake up and you're you're having these kind of thoughts that lead out of that dream and you start your day off on that footing you know just filled with that and you feel like your only way out is either to get the release from masturbation go to porn, your drug of choice to maybe feel like that gets you your release. So it can be frustrating because you feel like you're starting your day off on the wrong foot already. And so this is an important question is, is what do we do with this? So, I mean, maybe the, the central thought that we can purvey to you right now is we can only control our choices when we are awake, but that's going to help inform this conversation because 
you do have some control. And of course, we, we talk about surrender. We have to surrender everything to Jesus, and, and especially when we're battling addiction. But what I mean by that is we have control over the choices leading up to sleep and from coming out from sleep and what we do with it. So that's going to kind of guide this conversation so that we can not feel like we are enslaved to this or that we don't have any agency in this at all. I like that you said surrender because I was going to go talking about authority. And in this whole battle, I think one of the key things that are the core elements that people need to implement or, or learn and grow in in their life, in our lives too, is is understanding the authority that we have. Mm-hmm. And Jesus has authority. He gives us the keys to the kingdom. He gives us authority. We're not victims, but the key to having authority is to actually surrender. So I love that you said that first, because when we surrender to a greater authority, then we can operate in that authority. When we surrender to God's authority, then we can operate in that. And so when you have these dreams, when we don't understand the authority we have, then it has authority over us. And it's like, oh, now it's going to control my thoughts. Now I'm going to have fear. Now I'm going to be triggered because of my dreams. Mm-hmm. The opposite approach is if you understand your authority, you can bring God into that and go, okay, what am I like? What am I te- or what am I learning? What can this teach me? Yeah. Lord, is there an open door? Am I letting thoughts in? Am I not? Is this just a spiritual thing? Is it just, you know, a psychological thing? Right. It could be, but bring him into that. It's really important. And there's different verses. I mean, there's so many Psalms about prayer, but there's, uh, there's various ones that you can pray and, you know, go to, like Psalm 4 is one. It says, I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so if you're having these dreams, you can pray that before you go to sleep. Like I'm going to take control now and I'm going to bring God into this. I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Look up a Psalm. There's so many different Psalms you could go to. And so it's important to do that and realize, like Brad said, you have a choice. And and then I think listening to, to where or listening to the dream or like learning from it, like where is this coming from is really important because sometimes dreams come from nothing. Like yeah. sometimes it's just totally random. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up and it's annoying, you just got to, okay, I'm going to let that go and praise the Lord that this is showing me where I used to be and not where I am. It's not where I'm going. I'll have sexual dreams sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just think, man, I'm not there anymore. I wake up, it's like, I'm not there. I used to be filled with lust and now I can walk free. And and there's different guys even in Pure Freedom who have said like, or if, if the enemy can't get me in the daytime mm-hmm. because I'm free now, <laughs> he's trying to get me at night. Yeah. And so it's an indicator that, man, I'm, I'm actually way more free than I used to be, yeah. right? And so that's a really cool thing. And rather than responding in fear and uh, trepidation or, oh, why is this happening? It's like, nah, man, that's the only way he can yeah. get me. That's awesome. Another thing that, that I remember when I was constantly watching porn and fantasizing and all of that, it doesn't have to just be watching porn. I remember even just with fantasizing, I would ha- have dreams along with those, like along the same theme, right? So sometimes I think your dreams are an indicator that you've got to take some maybe inventory or take some control over your thoughts. Like mm-hmm. what are you letting into your life? What's maybe some media that you're letting in? Some open doors that you're, you're letting things circulate in your mind and it's showing up at night. And so maybe you've got to take action to, to close some of those doors. And, and sometimes it's from trauma, hey? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like if we've gone through a past sexual abuse, maybe something was done to us or we were involved in something as well. We know this. Psychologists, uh, we, we, we've talked to some and that is part of maybe some of the lingering effect of trauma and abuse is that this plays out in our dreams. You can have very terrifying dreams as well, night terrors, things like that, or it can 
play itself on sexual um, ways. So <laughs> this, Greg, that Matt, you're talking about this, because I mean, with dreams, we'll say like, you don't want to read too much into them, but you don't want to ignore them in either. And they can be an indicator for maybe a link to that past. And if it's an ongoing recurrence, that could be linked to something and you might need to get some third party help with your past. And we encourage you with that. We're so sorry that happened to you. And, and that's, that's terrible, but you don't have to be stuck in this. You do have some choice in this. And part of that is to get help. And we would recommend a good Christian counselor or psychologist that can help you in a, from a biblical perspective and lead you in this because yeah, there can be a link. There can be a link to past trauma and abuse. Yeah. And, and if there's not, then there's not just yeah. leave it yeah. that's right <laughs> sometimes people i think overthink these things and you know even if there is a link pray try to figure it out if there's nothing there just leave it yeah don't keep digging for something that's not there that's right it's really important sometimes to just go okay this was nothing let's just move on mm-hmm. um yeah, it's not, it's not like there, this is a, if you have sexual dreams, it doesn't mean that you're, something is inherently wrong with you because you can really, we can beat ourselves up a lot. Like you're like, Hey man, I, I've been doing so well when it comes to porn. Um, why am I still getting these dreams? Does that mean that this isn't, you know, working? Does yeah. it mean that uh, I'm still in a bad place? No, often, even with, when we're battling that addictive cycle and we're breaking out of that when, with God's help, there's aspects in our life where there's a purge happening. And if you're not looking at porn anymore and you stop doing that, the other areas of your life can ramp up a bit because it's kind of being emptied out of you in a certain way. And um, that can come out in more temptation into fantasy. That can also work out in, into our dream life too, because you're not seeing those images anymore and, and you're, you're getting a little bit of a purge. I know even for myself to this day, specific a memory will still pop into my mind of something that was really profound to me. Um, certain images were just whatever reason hits your arousal template or, and it just hits you a certain way. And there's more memory of that. So there's still purging happening in my life. Um, and it continue will, it will continue to happen. And that can play out sometimes in dreams as well too. So if you stop looking at these things that can play out in your dream life too. It can, not always. It might be like Matt saying, maybe you're, you've looked at porn that day or you have masturbated that day or you're filled with fantasy all day long. And then that plays out in your dream, um, dreams as well when you go to sleep too. So it can be that too. So, but I guess the point we're trying to make is don't read, like we said, don't read too much into this, but don't ignore it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And just like our fantasy thoughts could open the door to having these dreams, what you think about in a positive sense or with the Lord is super important too, because that'll affect things. Mm If you just dwell on scripture, dwell on, yep. uh, or enter into prayer and dwell on God's goodness, just engage in worship throughout your day or at night, mm-hmm. that's really important. There's spiritual warfare that goes on even when we don't know it. Warfare is not always this intense war. Sometimes it's just you just worship Jesus and yeah. your mind is there. Because we got to remember our bodies go to sleep, but our spirits are always awake. Mm-hmm. And so when you can you can infiltrate your spirit with God's word and with worship, and that's what it's full of. And and it just is a it's an offensive thing or a defensive thing. Like you're protecting yourself against any outside attacks. And 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 so we gotta remember like dreams come from God, dreams come from sometimes nothing, mm-hmm. and dreams come from Satan. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of stories actually I could tell. There and there's these aren't sexual, but it's just the principle that you can take. I have a, a nephew right now who's four 
and he's best buddies with my little four-year-old. And so he was having nightmares, nightmares for a while. Nightmares, hey? Nightmares. Hey, nightmares, yeah. <laughs> Where's this guy from? <laughs> What's that accent? I can't yeah. pick it up. Nightmares. And so his, par- his parents were praying for a while. I don't know how long, but they were praying for a while for him to, or for Jesus to encounter him in his sleep. And so this was like four or five days ago, we got a text. And it was this whole description where this little boy, he's four, he came out running in the morning, ran to his parents. He was like fired up. He was so excited. And mm-hmm. he like doesn't really talk that clearly. So it's funny like listening to him, I guess. But but he was describing this dream and it was pretty profound actually. And mm-hmm. he was in heaven and he was playing with Jesus and Jesus was playing with all these different toys that he really loves. And our guy was there too. So he was like, and David was there and Jesus was, and mm-hmm. we we're having this great time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was super excited that Jesus showed him heaven and, and, and he had also um, had fears like what's it, what's going to happen when I die. So Jesus kind of answered two prayers in one with breaking those fears, like heaven's great, but also the, the dreams and the nightmares or the night, the nightmares yeah. were covered. And so a couple of years ago, he has an older brother that also struggled with nightmares and they prayed for him too for a while. And I think it was even years but one night he had a, a an angel, literally an angel. It was a man standing in his doorway, mm. and the guy talked. The angel talked to him, and the he would have been about nine, um, my nephew. And the man talked to him, and he said, "You won't have any more bad dreams, and I'm going to take care of your family." Wow. And since then, he's never had any more bad dreams. And he would have like demonic things happen in his dreams, and so it's pretty crazy. So sometimes there is a demonic element but then god is greater yeah and so you can pray and you can trust god and he really can like put an end to it mm-hmm. and stop these dreams so if it's a continual thing that you're maybe um fearful of or it's annoying like really trusting god that he can take care of your mind and your spirit when you're sleeping is really important because he really will do it that's right and sometimes you think well i'm so stuck in something you don't see any way that you could possibly be free from it or break free but know that in 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 work and understanding this that god is all powerful all knowing and he is more powerful than the enemy not only that uh, he is more powerful than even the deepest darkest dreams that you might have on a continual basis and, and know that so that's a great point pray about these things and invite jesus into these things because he cares um, he cares deeply about what you're going through and and so that's really key thing if you're you know if you're thinking of tangible there you go you know pray into your dreams pray before you dream um like before you go to sleep god cares about all aspects of your life so of course he cares about this area so that's a tangible practical thing that you can do and uh, some people like to journal in regards to this if you remember some of your dreams you can journal about it in the sense of maybe understanding a little bit more because like if you're talking about past and trauma it might be linked to something that happened to you, but what I mean by journaling dreams, not all the sordid details of whatever sexual dream you're having, but you know, it might even be what was happening in that day before. What were you doing that day when that dream came up? Or what were you feeling when you can't, you woke up um, out of that dream? It's to help you have some understanding. Share this with your accountability structures that you have in place, and we encourage you to get those. Because um, sometimes there's some blind spots. Like if you're, like we said, tangible, if you're not praying into this, there can be an indicator that maybe the enemy is attacking you here. Or it could be our flesh too, our sin nature. That's our flesh where if you're filled like garbage in, garbage out, right? We talk about that. So if you're filling your, your life with garbage, um, you're watching bad shows, not even necessarily porn, um, that can play out in your subconscious in big ways. So what 
what are you taking in in your life throughout the day? So journaling can help with that too. And yeah, so understanding how you're going to bed and how you're waking up, pray into this because uh, it can be the enemy, as we said. And Matt and I, we talked lots about this, some of our dreams that we've experienced where we like, man, the enemy really was coming at me that, that last night or whatever else. And um, it's incredible because I've had moments where if I do go to bed and I'm praying, if I'm worshipful, is that a word? Worshipful? No. Sure. <laughs> sure. If I have gratitude, it's amazing because I've had moments in dreams where the Holy Spirit really helps me and I can actually speak against whatever's going on in my, in that moment and it can shift. And it's amazing how God can help you in your subconscious as well too. So if you're filling your life with scripture, if you're filling your life with prayer, that's working in your subconscious too. So maybe it's a balancing act a little bit too. You fill more of your life with that instead of that other garbage. And then that's what's going to come out of you. But if all you have is garbage, your dream life could could really be an indicator of that as well too. So take that in, think about that. You know, what are you watching before you go to bed? I mean, studies have shown this screen time. I mean, we're not, we're all, we're talking about sleep patterns here too, that affects your sleep patterns big time and that can play into your dreams. But if you're spending a lot of time on screens, on your phones, browsing social media before you go to bed, your sleep's not going to be very, very good form of sleep anyway, but it also can be a link to um, some addictive patterns. So even if you're not looking at porn before you go to bed, if you're battling this addiction, if you're battling um, that, that kind of aspect, screens are linked to porn in your mind in a certain way. It can bring a flood of that memory of, well, when I look at the laptop, when I look at my phone, I'm linked to porn. So even if you're looking at social media or other things and you're in the midst of that battle, that can trigger that garbage that, that you're being purged from um, before bed. So put the phones away. Half an hour before you go to sleep, put them away. Um, spend some time maybe in prayer and listening to God. Spend some time in a great conversation with your spouse if you're married. Spend some time maybe reading scripture, any of these things. And how do we know this? We're giving you scriptural precedent here. And Matt mentioned a couple, but David did this in the Bible. He did this a lot. Psalm 63, 6 says, he said, I, I think of you through the watches of the night. Um, basically, I think of you through the night. And so what does that mean? Well, he's spending that time before he goes to sleep thinking about God, um, praying, worshiping. And that's a great kind of pattern that we could implement to our life. How different would life be? How do we wake up if that was our mindset before bed? And I'm along with you in this. I'm not great at this either, but I want to be. <laughs> I want to do this before bed too. It's, and I noticed this, that when I pray before bed, even with my wife before we go to sleep, my dreams are different. And sexual dreams aren't a big part of my life necessarily, but other aspects, you know, like there could be dreams that are, yeah, that like for, for either from the enemy, from my flesh or whatever else, but it affects my sleep. It does. I, I just sleep better, you yeah. know, and that, that can be a good thing too. Yeah, totally. It makes a huge difference. And What's your, what's your plan in the morning if you get this? So practically speaking, I'll just say, I probably have a few dreams a year that are sexual. I don't know how many, but, but it, I'll, I'll literally like sit on my, on the side of my bed and like talk to God and thank him. Like, man, thanks that that's not where I am. Mm. And mm -hmm. it's cool. I mean, I, I've, I learned that probably five years ago to deal with dreams that way. And it doesn't linger. It's really neat. In Psalm 46, um, verse five, it says, God will help her at the break of day. And so basically he'll help his people, right? Like he'll, he wants to help us in the morning. One of my favorite verses for the morning is Psalm 143.8. It says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I have put my trust in you. 
Show me the way I should go, for for to you I entrust my life. So before he prays to show me the way I should go, he says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. So I love just waking up in the morning. I don't do it every morning, but I do it a lot. Where it's just like, Lord, let me hear your love for me. And just focus on that. And it's different than like, oh my gosh, why am I having this dream again and letting it run rampant in your mind? Mm -hmm. So if it is going rampant in your mind, like Braden said, journal or talk to someone about it. It's really important. But we hope that that helps you. We hope that helps you come up with a plan and just not have fear or, or, you know, trembling when that happens. It's Mm -hmm. just a part of life and we can control it to a degree and to some degree we can't, but we can always control our actions and our responses to it. So um, we hope that that helps and encourages you that can have authority and victory in this journey. That's right. So we're praying you on. One of the things that I think that can be helpful in this too and understanding is that this is a journey and if you are trying some of these things and it's not working right away that's okay don't beat yourself up again i say journey we're on a lifelong journey and there's layers to our life we're complex people we're nuanced people so if you're praying and you're not seeing anything happen right away just keep persevering into that keep pushing in maybe god's speaking something to you about what that dream is maybe you need further help or maybe you need to it's it's some of this like i said this purging that's happening too just keep pushing into god persevering in this i've seen this time again where you know you think a dream is is equal to sin and it's not um you have no control in the dream itself but when you're awake you do so um what are you what are you taking in what's uh, your output and your input in life and and just monitor those things the things that you can have control over and uh, our prayer for you is you'll start to see some freedom in your dream world uh, and have great dreams you know like you're flying or something i don't know <laughs> sounds good yeah <laughs> if you like that anyways but we don't want this to be something that is a, a huge thorn in your side so to speak where you're just waking up in a bad sense bad mood because you've had some yeah, not so good dreams or sexual dreams. And maybe you this will help you just understand there's some agency that you have in life in this. And so hope that encourages you. Bless you, everybody out there. Hope you have a great week and we will check in with you next time. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.